Hey bitches, welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We are your hosts, Kevin Ie, and we have a lot of opinions that, that are, are well unpopular. Unpopular. Fuck yeah, hey, we Kev. do. Hey Ie, what's going Whoa, on? Aggressive start. Yeah, F you. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I oh, I think my issue is that I've I'm on my third mug of coffee today, and it's only oh, like three boy. o'clock, so I have a lot of energy going yeah, on. Like, some jitters. I'm having some tea. Oh, wow. Let it snow mug. Look at you. Yeah. Favorite mug. Do you feel like you're getting into the Christmas spirit? I kind of am because I'm like really into my decorations. Oh, that video. I was like, wow, I use really into it. You sent me a video of all of her tree and everything. Sometimes like this is a rare occasion, but sometimes I do get a vision and then I have to like drop everything and get everything to make that vision happen okay so that's kind of what happened yeah where did the vision come from that's so raven just my head in my head i've always wanted to put like a garland on my tv stand like it's a fireplace yeah so i did i accomplished that i went to joanne fabrics wow i didn't even know joanne's were still like in business Yep, Pittsburgh Mills. See you there. <laughs> you know what? They have great paint by numbers in Joanne Fabrics. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby. Mm, no, not Hobby Lobby. Isn't I, Hobby Lobby? We don't like, like them. Yeah, yeah, we don't like I've, them. I've never been to one of those. So, um, so yeah, I got made that vision come to life. I'm in more of like a because I ended up putting colored lights mm-hmm. on my tree. So I'm like, it's kind of nice having some color in my apartment. Honestly, I like the colored lights on your gray. window too. Yeah, and we had a little bit of a an issue with those oh, because oh, they're all good now. But the other day, I was like, I was like closing the blinds, and they fell off, and <sighs> one of them broke, and it, they're like glass. Yeah. So I was like devastated, but they think because you know some lights like you break, they one, die. Destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was good. Like they, the other ones also worked. So I like did a little switcheroo but there was fucking glass everywhere Everywhere. from this one light it was so annoying but we're back in business i put them back up today crisis averted but yeah i really like those like Mm old-fashioned looking lights yeah um those are nice but yeah i feel like i'm like in the i'm actually also like pretty decently ahead on my shopping i that's great yeah Christmas, which normally i'm like two days before i'm oh. like oh shit gotta go on amazon like here I we go is the queen of like i'm on my way to a birthday party i gotta stop by target on the way over and i'm already late and i'm oh. gonna grab a candle and literally be done with i have that. to get like a card yeah. a gift bag a, gift, <laughs> a scarf like, yeah <laughs> i'm thankful that like targets on the way to like most of my family's houses <laughs> because i always have to stop there <laughs> And my mom, who was so thoughtful, realized that this was an issue for me. And this, I think she gave it to me for literally Easter, but she found this like, it's like a gift wrap organizer oh, bin thing. Wow. These, this is like a very mom thing <laughs> yeah. to give, but like it had, she like put like a bunch of rolls of um, wrapping paper, yeah. some bags, tape, tissue, like everything that I would need. So yeah. now I don't have to do that anymore. So. Thanks, mom. My mom Making has one of those too at home. Yeah, which is nice. God, yeah. it's just like some of the things that you always assumed your your parents had or your mom had. Like having it as an adult is just so annoying. Like we have one roll of wrapping paper that I think we've used for yeah. the past three years. It stays under the bed and it comes out once a year to wrap like one present. It's just like yeah. so. Yeah, and then annoying. you then it's like changing of the guard. Yeah. Well, I like I was so spoiled growing up, like. My mom for I would have my own special wrapping paper just mm. for my gifts, and then she would use different wrapping paper for everybody else. But she would like always do a different one every year. Only like, child syndrome. So that's what I was used to growing yeah. up. But then I don't have the motivation to do that for other people. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm trying. And what is on your wish list? What do you send into Santa this year? I don't really have anything on my wish list. I am getting. I I know the last time we talked, you asked what I'm getting, and I did because I forgot what I'm getting for my parents. But my mom, um, because I got her one last year, but I'm getting a Barefoot Dreams robe. Oh my gosh, is it like um, like fluffy kind of? 
Yeah. Well, you know those like blankets that I have that are super soft. Yeah. It's like that material, but they're really nice. So oh I'm getting gosh. one of those. Um, my mom still yeah, raves about the blanket at the beach. She's like, "Oh, Lizzie's oh life gosh. is good blanket. It's so nice. They are nice blankets." I remember when you were like, "Don't, uh, just don't dry don't it. Whatever it you dryer. do." She's like, "I already dried it ten times. Like, sweet." Oh, as long. <laughs> I think it just like sort of melts it yeah. a little bit or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as long as it's okay, I'm glad. Glad she still likes it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't have like a ton on my wish list. I did. Um, I'm I'm not getting myself a super expensive purse, but I did buy myself a new purse. Oh, cool! From where? From Coach. Uh oh. What? <laughs> what does it look like? <laughs> What's wrong with Coach? No, no, no! I was looking at Coach bags for you as well, so I want to make sure I didn't get the one. Oh, that really? You got yeah. Did you get me one? Uh, what? Just tell me what kind of bag you got. <laughs> it's brown it's brown okay i would not have never gotten a brown bag so we're good in okay that. but did you i've been in the okay go ahead sorry. i've been in the mood for a brown bag so um have you seen they have these heart-shaped bags no okay they have these at the coach outlet there's like these heart-shaped bags but my issue with getting things for you always is your first thing is like, can I fit my phone in there? And I can't tell online. I mean, that's true. If you can fit your phone in the heart-shaped bag or not. So I just haven't done it yet. But I also think like when we're in New York, I would love to do like just pop into some stores. Like if we're feeling something and like actually try some stuff out. Because I've been having bad luck with online shopping. Like I yeah. think that I get the right size of things and then it comes and it's not really the right size of things. And it's so annoying to like send things back and whatever. So, and I'm too lazy to do that usually. I know. I end up just like keeping it. I know. So, and it's <laughs> unless it's something really expensive. And like... I keep guessing wrong with like jewelry, like a ring. I got Shay this ring and it's like not really the right yeah. size, but I don't, I don't. So, anyway, I'm thinking this Christmas season, I'm doing more in person gifts, like when we're together we go and like look at things together and then get it rather than rather than like getting stuff before because even with i got you a bracelet last year it's like it's the wrong size and it's like okay i it's just like hard to gauge yeah but then we got to go to the store and have the whole experience and that was the more fun part the store part of it yeah right um cool well i'll start looking at like prada bags just be ready <laughs> let me like, know what okay i'll is. tell you which birkin i like the best for when yeah go. <laughs> even if i wanted a birkin i wouldn't be able to get one so you have to get on the list lucy lou yeah it's ridiculous anyway and, um speaking of the holidays uh we might just jump right into our first topic today because I was going to ask you uh, about any Christmas movies you've been watching because I'm mad that you watched The Holiday last week and then they took it off of freaking Hulu on December 1st, which is what they did with all the Hunger Games movies too. They were on streaming until December 1st. Yes. Yeah. That was like mine and Kush's plan for the, like you and I do that too. We'll be like, what series are we going to watch this weekend? And so we were like, Hunger Games for sure. Like it makes sense with the new movie out. Mm -hmm. We went to look. We were pretty sure because it was on Paramount Plus before. Yeah. So nope, nothing. Mm. Completely wiped out. I have every streaming service. And so I always think if I can Google something like I could find it somewhere. You just have to know where to look. The only thing it was on was stars. Yeah, that's it. And you have to pay for it. Pay for stars. Like I'm not. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. So it's becoming. I don't even know. It's just getting really annoying because even I'm like, you still, it doesn't matter if you have cable. No. Because you would still need all those extras. Right. Well, so then I went to go watch the holiday yesterday and it's like, oh, it's on live TV, like Showtime or something. And you know, you know, I hate when it's on like Tubi. Like I hate those stupid fake streaming No, Well, I feel like you go into those and then it's never there and you try to search for it and it's like the worst interface so Absolutely. it's not it's not worth it i just like um, i feel like they should make longer agreements with the streaming services because they should be on there longer than like a month like they shouldn't change every other month it should just be like a year contract or yeah. something yeah 
So in um, place of watching The Holiday, I watched Last Holiday, which is e- equally swap. but like equally as difficult to get to because it's on Amazon Prime, but then you also need a Paramount Plus add-on to watch oh, the Last Holiday. I it's just like, watched Last I wonder it must have been on something different when I watched changed, it a couple months ago. Like it's yeah. crazy. It's literally musical freaking streaming service. I think it was on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. Um so anyway, that movie, it's just like, I haven't watched it in a long time. And it just has such a great message. And like she, Queen Latifah is just like so perfect the entire time. Like just her outfits and her transformation and yeah. just like living in the moment. And I just love the idea of like, you could die in three weeks. So like, what are you waiting for? What are you, you going to do? Yeah. yeah. And I always thought when I watched it when I was younger that she blows all of her money. But actually what happens is she gets more money because she wins at this big charity gambling auction. So she blows all her money, but then she makes money while she's doing it. It's like, you got to spend money to make right. money, You know what I mean? And you- you know what the best thing I discovered the last time I watched it mm-hmm. is that the Grand Hotel Poop is real. <gasps> really? And that's how they pronounce it? Poop in Prague? I don't know. But Toot, it is it is a real, a real thing, which is kind of cool. So that's definitely added to my bucket list for sure. I found out that there. Chloe and Halle Bailey made their film debut in Last Holiday. Who do they play? They are literally a picture on Queen Latifah's desk of her and her sister as a child. That's Hallie and Chloe Bailey. And that was, they weren't actually like physically in the movie. Nope. But when you look up cast of Last Holiday, Chloe Bailey's in it. It's like, wow, that's That's crazy. Why would they credit these? (laughs) That's strange. Um, Speaking of Chloe and Halle Bailey, before we get to Queen Latifah, we're going to do a little Queen Latifah deep dive because she won some awards yesterday. Um, Sure did. I have watched the Beyonce Renaissance movie twice now. (laughs) Somebody else asked me to go with them on Saturday night and I went. And it's just fantastic. And I can't like... I can't even express in words how much better it is than the Eras movie. Just because Beyonce like talks to the camera and she explains about the the stage crew and the lighting and how much went into everything like i've already seen the concert and we've already listened to the music and stuff but like she gave you so much more and the amount of fashion transitions that happen you can't even keep track it's like every step she takes in the whole movie is a different outfit it's crazy it's a really really well done documentary yeah that's ex- and like we've said before, that's exactly what we wanted the era's film to be. Like that's what people want. Like people have seen enough clips of the tour, mm-hmm. like from both of the- like Beyonce Absolutely. was all over TikTok too. Yeah. Like we want to see the behind the scenes and like a little more personal stuff. Yeah. So basically my takeaways and I I was like sitting there, had a few drinks, sitting there having this like epiphany. I just love that we're in a time where Taylor Swift and Beyonce are like both in their prime like it's really crazy that Mm -hmm. we were allowed to be like in this moment in time but beyonce she makes things for her family and for her fans and she's because she grew up with the girl group part of it she's always thinking about others with her music right yeah you never really think about like oh what does this song mean to beyonce you know what i mean like where you know what we do with taylor swift like who is this one about? It's just a really fantastic song. And Beyonce is just having a great time singing it and doing it. Whereas Taylor, she makes everything for herself, right? That's her therapy. That's she does songwriting because it lets her process. Just like a different songwriting style, I guess. And so people can connect with Taylor because they're thinking about themselves, but Beyonce kind of transcends that. And like, she cares so much about her family, which is a lot about the documentary too, because blue obviously is in the show with her and her twins are with her and Jay-Z's there and her mom's there and her dad's there. And like the whole album was a tribute to her uncle Johnny. And so she talks about uncle Uncle Johnny and Tina Turner and like all these people that helped her. Whereas if we were to do an heiress tour movie, it would probably be like, I'm Taylor Swift. I'm amazing. This is why I did all these things. Me, me, me. It's literally Princess Diaries. How many times a day do I say the word I? Like, that's what I think about. Yeah. So is Beyonce's music, like, 
is it about like people in her life do you think or is it just her creating art well i think there's a couple things because number one she doesn't write all of her music like people write things for her to sing so like maybe yeah. they bring like jay-z brings other things and this album specifically well, like, which taylor makes it sound like that is so bad yeah right because right. she had this whole you know the whole speak now like Ren yeah, her own renaissance of like songwriting and things. This whole album, ba basically what she says was to create a safe space for people who have never had that before. And Uncle Johnny was like a gay black man in the 1950s. And he was like, got into fashion and things. So this was kind of a tribute to like house music. And then she used some of the lyrics from Jay-Z and all these other things to like create a good sound. But none of it is like, like you wouldn't say Cuff It is like about... Beyonce and Jay-Z like that's she's just making it for people to like make people feel good and have a sense of community yeah that's what she wanted out of this album yeah but it's cool that you can like create music in such different ways absolutely and, like, still yeah and, and still, still reach, reach people yeah. yeah it's just the way they go about it right Taylor is talking about herself so we sing songs and think about things in our own lives Whereas mm -hmm. Beyonce's music, like I think about like partying and clubbing and like having fun and like single ladies and like Destiny's Child and like togetherness. But if I'm going to go on like a moody walk, I'm going to listen to like, you know, Dear John or whatever back to December and like be mm -hmm. really emotional about it. Does that make any sense? Do you just walk around and listen to Dear John and cry? Um, when I'm really feeling dramatic and I need like a, I'll listen to the Speak Now album. I think Dear John is on the Speak Now album or something. Yeah. So it's like those, those and like the Fearless album and stuff. It just like allows mm -hmm. you to be like selfish about yourself. I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Never thought of it like that. Hmm. But I do love like Beyonce's whole life has been like family oriented and Taylor has taken her life into her own hands i think so that's yeah and that she's just like not not there yet right um the one thing beyonce did was she directed her whole show and she shows some behind the scenes clips where people are telling her like you can't do that like somebody was like this is the widest angle lens we have or this was the longest track we have and she literally is like I've researched it. There are wider angle lenses. I've researched it. There are longer tracks. Like, make get this done. Like, I'm in charge of it. And she says, I think people have just found out that, like, I'm not backing down. Like, this is what I want. You're going to do it for me. Like, do it. And I just, like, she's yeah. just so cool. I just love Beyonce so much. Yeah. Yeah, definitely need to. I need to go see it mm -hmm. sometime. And Blue, um, the one thing that Blue said was Beyonce wanted to cut Diva from the set list. I mean, imagine trying to create that set list. Like, it's crazy. There's so much. Yeah. And she was like, I think we don't have time for Diva. And Blue is like, what? We need Diva in there. Like, what are you talking Aww. about? And then, of course, she included Diva in it, which is so much fun. That's cute. Yeah. So she had the uh, Megan the Stallion was in it and Kendrick Lamar and Blue was with her. So like all of her kind of guest performances were in it too, which is cool. Yeah. How long was it? It's three hours. Oh my God. I know. I know. <laughs> it does go quickly, but it's like, so there was a seven o'clock option and a 1030 option. And it's like, I'm not going to the 1030. <laughs> Absolutely like. not. And then does she like, it shows, whole song performances too yes she cut her, uh, wow. a couple of them i was kind of disappointed she didn't do love on top because that's the one where she lets the audience sing that one was always fun but she doesn't do yeah. love on top she cuts in a, a couple other songs um all right give me one minute to check on chicken, chicken checking on the chicken um and then there's a lot of like behind the scenes like there's a lot a big portion of it where she goes to houston and she visits her childhood home and then they talk all about uncle johnny in it too so it just felt like you got so much more out of it than taylor's was just like just a straight concert um and the fact that she had all the different locations too because of all the different outfits was really nice and then you end and the credits are a brand new song that she just released my house which is so much fun again kind of like a tribute to the house music genre and ballroom and stuff um some people are like oh is this the start of renaissance act two with the with the my house situation but i think it's just kind of like a bonus track on 
the first portion of Renaissance. I really don't even know if there's going to be a second and third act of Renaissance. Like this has been so well-rounded for her. I'm not sure. And she says in the documentary, like I want my next era or whatever. She doesn't say era. I want my next, I don't know, genre or something to come from peace. So I don't know if that's like a Renaissance act two feel. I think people just made that up and she kind of just let people go with it. Um, Man, she's also just so beautiful. My God, like her and Taylor, they they are just so skinny. That's the one thing. Like they are just so thin. And I know they're working out like three hours a day on those tours, but like it is really crazy. And Beyonce got friggin' knee surgery a month before rehearsal start. The rehearsal started. Like it's wild. She was doing PT during it. And this was the first time. Sorry, everybody who's listening. I has not come back yet, so I'm still talking. <laughs> Um, and um she usually only does dance rehearsals in heels but because she got this knee surgery she was doing it in tennis shoes and she was like i need to get back into the heels it's just like god you're 42 like that's crazy to be in doing dance rehearsals in heels like as somebody who i would also like not want to destroy my body oh my gosh i know like she doesn't want to have to get another surgery. She said she's gotten like multiple sinus infections on the tour because of all the smoke and like singing so much. And like, yeah, it looked really difficult and I'm glad she pulled through it. So everybody go see Re- Renaissance. Uh, I just loved that Be- or Taylor Swift went to the premiere in London. I would love to be a fly on the wall if they were talking to each other though. What do you think they and say? I, would, I don't know. And I would love to know if they're like, what their interactions are in between. Like, do they ever talk? Like, did they have each other's phone number? You, you know? know, I was or watching- Or is it all through their teams? I was watching an old Vogue 72 questions of Taylor Swift literally kill me. Like, get a fucking I wish life. You, I wanted to do an updated one. <laughs> I, I would die for that. Yeah. And she said, they said, what, what was your favorite birthday cake? And she's like, oh, my 25th birthday cake was filmed from Milk Bar. Even Jay-Z liked it. So I feel like they've been like social with each other for like years now that they're just like kind of old friends. Um, But the pictures I get like their publicists are like, get a picture together, but like they are always kind of a little awkward. Like, Oh, I thought this (laughs) last one was so awkward. I've never seen Beyonce like she's in like that. She literally looked like a clown. And she's like, doing that in both of them. In the Taylor's in the Eras tour one, she's smiling too. I don't know if they're like, come on, Beyonce, act like you're happy like, to be there. Swifty, yeah, yeah. Like, say Swifty. <laughs> like <laughs> And then Taylor's like, you know, trying to be like dark and mysterious. Well, yeah, Taylor, like, okay. smile. My God. You're like, you're with Beyonce. She has those new she has those new teeth, like oh, smile. Yeah. She like, looked beautiful fine. with that red coat yesterday, like, and her smile is just yeah. so nice. You so mean just, like, the one she borrowed from me? I know. I wasn't that crazy. I. It actually is a very – it's definitely not the same coat. The you know? upper I don't is think just she... a little bit different. I don't think she got it from Nordstrom Rack, but <laughs> – She could have. <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? Who the fuck Who knows? knows? Um, But very similar. So I feel like I'm very, like uh, – maybe when we're in New York City, like, people will think I'm her. <laughs> Even though I probably weigh like 200 pounds more than her. (laughs) Well, especially if we go to karaoke and they hear your singing voice, they are going to be banging down the doors. Taylor Taylor Swift songs are too hard to sing in karaoke, though. (laughs) But I will be doing my new song. Wicked. Popular. Yep. I will definitely be doing that. Definitely. I'm so excited to see Wicked. I've been looking up like who's in the cast and I've been following them on Instagram and stuff. It's this any interesting people. Um, this girl Alphaba is Alyssa Fox, I think, and she's been in the company for a long time, but just got kind of the big role. And then the she's other probably one, a, you should look her up on TikTok. Like a lot of those Broadway stars have TikToks. You well, get she's behind the scenes. She's currently in Greece, and I was like, "Bitch, you better like, get back to what New if York. she makes it? Yeah, like uh, what's going on? Um, so oh anyway, my last uh, Beyonce Taylor Swift thing is like, I would love a song. But I can't even physically fathom their sounds coming together in I know. Like, it just doesn't. I'm like, I was thinking like Karma Remix. No. Then I'm like, I don't know, Break My Soul. I'm like, The Man. Like, none of those songs, I can hear them blending together. Together. Yeah. 
Maybe someday. Who knows? Never say never, as they never say. Never say never. All right. So uh, let's get into Ms. Latifah and some of the other presidential Kennedy honors that happened last night at the White House. Yes. So the Kennedy honors took place. Was it yesterday? I thought it was last night. It was yeah. actually yesterday. Yeah. I just missed it. Nobody invited me um, while I was in D.C. So that's oh annoying. Oh, God. I know. Uh, Casey um, went to the tree lighting. I think maybe her. Oh, really? Yeah. So she said that was cool. Renee Rapp was there. Oh, did she perform? I think maybe. Yeah. Imagine Joe Biden and Renee Rapp talking to each other. <laughs> well, Joe Biden doesn't even know. He thinks Taylor is Swift Britney is Britney Spears. Spears so Which, honestly, he's on like, another planet. You know, an 80 year old, you know, that's fine. Good for him. Yeah. You know, that's, I feel like them having Renee Rapp is just having him connect with the youth. Yeah. But, um, I always, I've always been like interested in the Kennedy honor. Like, I think it's a cool thing. And yeah, I, I always am just interested to see who they pick. Um, they're like lifetime achievement awards basically. Right. It's usually like kinda, Lisa Franklin, like those kind of people. Yeah. And they like, they choose people in like different, like a lot of them do end up being entertainers, but like mm -hmm. they're sometimes different. Uh, yeah. It's for the arts. Different things. Yeah. So, yeah. So it did happen on Sunday. Um, the honorees this year were Billy Crystal, Dionne Warwick, Renee Fleming, Barry Gibb, and Queen Latifah, mm. who became the first female rapper to win the prestigious award. Is she a rapper? Yeah, she has a Grammy from her rap album in 1995. I was looking up all oh, her it's awards like yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, 90s rap. And then, and then among the artists who paid tribute to the honorees were Carrie Washington, Jay Leno, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Whoopi Goldberg, Cynthia Erivo, Sigourney Weaver, Clive Davis, Missy Elliott, and Ben Platt. And I think wow. how they do it at the Kennedy Honors, it, like they have a previous honoree introduce. Oh, okay. Sort of like they do for like the time people okay is that the yeah. one where they have somebody else like write something i thought it was that's like for the oscars right the person who won it the year before announces this year's yeah they do it at that too but I, okay. i'm pretty sure they do it here anyway mm. um who so the, the hell honorees... gave ben platt an invite to that i'm sorry um, the honorees sat in the box tier with President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden. Over the weekend, they attended a reception at the White House. Oh, so this was happening, and I was not invited. They what were there the hell? Weekend. Yeah. So rude. Um, so I we don't really have to go through like. I thought maybe you could person. go through. D I like to hear more about Dionne Warwick and then Queen Latifah. Also, I like that would have been a perfect opportunity for you to perform when you're good to Mama for Queen Latifah. Like I, I know, understand, like why I, know. I could have introduced her and sang when like, you're good to Mama. Um, so Dionne Warwick is known as a vocalist with impeccable phrasing and warmth. She scored dozens of hit songs beginning in the 1960s. Um, in the 80s, she was one of the first celebrities to raise awareness about the AIDS epidemic. Oh. Um, let's see. Choreographer and actor Debbie Allen, a 2021 Kennedy Center honoree, remembered the time Warwick visited a pediatric hospital. Cool. Um, in 1985, Warwick teamed up with Gladys Knight, Elton John, and Stevie Wonder to record That's What Friends Are For, a song that had won two Grammys and raised millions of dollars for AIDS research. Oh, I wow. thought that was from the original movie Bridesmaids. Um, that's awkward. That's what friends are for. I thought it was from Toy Story. Um, and then at the gala, her friend Gladys Knight performed Say a Little Prayer, and Chloe Bailey sang Walk On By. Oh my gosh, Chloe. Um, I wonder if and Chloe then, and Queen Latifah had a run-in from their time on Last Holiday oh together. My gosh, wow, there is so much. Do you think that's why she did it? That's insane. Um, and then, um, oh, I will just mention for Billy Crystal, mm -hmm. Meg Ryan was there, and they had a little. They talked about like the, um the scene from when Harry met Sally oh. at, like, at the deli. Oh, that's Billy Crystal? Mm -hmm. The sweater yep. guy. 
Yeah, so um, she said, or Meg Ryan said that acting with him was effortless and even gave him credit for that iconic scene in the deli. The scene came really naturally to me, and I really have Billy to thank for that. Mm. Um, Lynn, why did, where the fuck, Lynn Manuel Miranda has some hold over the US no, government. Literally. Like he's he must know secrets or something. Yeah. Everywhere. Hold on. Um, Can we dive a little bit deeper into Meg Ryan? I've been oh, seeing some interviews for her new rom com, and her mm -hmm. face is sting stinging jinx like it's really bad wow it's, she i think she had worked on a long time ago yeah like i don't know if it's possible to get it reversed <laughs> but like she she looks so bad she was so pretty like she should have just let herself like age it's really and sad she keeps trying to like put her hair in front of her face kind of because i think she probably knows it's bad and it's like that's not working either and then tell our listeners what your big reveal was this morning about meg ryan wasn't that the one you had or am i thinking about what somebody about? else what about her kid meg ryan? how she has oh a kid. yeah that meg ryan has a kid with dennis quaid mm -hmm. i had no idea and you said that he's in what? He's the in that boys? superhero movie, the boy or show, the boys. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, Quaid, I like I think is his name. I saw a TikTok about how he's like a how people are calling him a nepo baby, and it's like, yeah, he is. <laughs> well, she and then she responded to that. Did you see? And she was like, calling him a nepo baby like takes away from his talent and his hard work. And it's like, no, it doesn't. It's just that his parents are Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. Yeah, like, like he can still be talented. That's yeah. totally fine. But like, come on. Did you see that TikTok I sent you where it's like, um, at 13, I had my first love, Dennis Quaid? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, like, raise your hand if your sexual awakening was Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Parent trap. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my you God. probably watched that movie when you were like five. Yeah, I was going to say, like... <laughs> That was just a joke. Um, okay, next up we have the queen of all queens, Queen Latifah. Um, she's now the first female rapper to win a Kennedy Center honor. I'll have to listen to some of her music. I don't yeah. know. Um, with songs like Unity and Ladies First, she took on hip hop at a time when it was even more male dominated than it is today. A mm. number of female rappers came to the Kennedy Center to pay their respects, including MC Light, Money Love, Missy Elliott, and Rhapsody. I love Missy Elliott. Yeah. Um, so no mention then, of Last Holiday. It's like, okay, I, no or man, Chicago, I know Chicago. And it's Last like, Holiday. Actor. Yeah. Like, yeah, wait a I second. And then Carrie Washington explained that when she was eight years old, Dana Elaine Owens flipped through a book of names and chose one as her own, Latifah, an Arabic name meaning gentle, kind, and pleasant. This is how she saw herself. And then at age 17, when it was time to create her professional moniker, she added the title queen. Mm. And in doing so, the young black woman from East Orange, New Jersey, crafted the lens through which the world would forever see her. Good oh for her. God. I love her. Uh, That's so I nice. was thinking maybe we could do a little Wikipedia situation on her if we get through this article. Yeah, we're almost done. Great. Well, I don't know if we can. I don't really know who these other people are, yeah. um, but I can do a brief mention. Um, Renee Fleming um, is an opera singer. Um, she's a five-time Grammy win winner. Mm. Um, the author Ann Patchett was there, I guess, okay. to honor her. Um, and then the last one is Barry Gibb. He, um, let's see, Guinness world records and billboard list gib as one of the two most successful popular songwriters of all time alongside oh. paul mccartney um oh he was in the bgs apparently oh i like the with bgs his, with his late brothers robin and maurice the bg sold over 220 million records ariana debose little big town and ben platt were among the artists who performed some of his songs um okay, ariana debose so he honored his brothers. He said he wouldn't be there, like standing there without him. Um, and he said, I only have two words that have meant something to me for the last couple of years, and that is kindness and understanding. And we oh. seem to be losing that. Oh you know. my gosh. That's what I'm putting on your headstone, i.e. kindness and understanding. Wait, oh my God. This um there's a group photo of them, like their official portrait, and yeah. Dion Warwick is wearing slippers. <laughs> 
like literal <laughs> slippers. Like, well, she, did she take her heels off? I or? thought maybe like we could have done better than those group photos because Queen Latifah looks so tall compared to all these. She like, looks like a people. bird. Yeah. She looks like this like tall ostrich or like, something. Why couldn't we have done like a little pick stitch of like all their headshots or something? Like, we didn't need the group shot. This is like together. people that work for like the U.S. They don't. Yeah, they don't see yeah. like composition of no. a photo. It's media. so it's like Queen Latifah looks really good. She's just like larger than the rest of them. So it's she looks so big comparatively. And then that guy from the Bee Gees with that He's hat, so small. Like, yeah. Yeah. They all look so awkward. Anyway. I think Dionne Warwick um, is so sweet and I just love her social media presence. Remember her as Twitter, well. yeah. Yeah. She's adorable. Yeah. Um Okay, so do you want to get a little bit more into Queen Latifah before we I would transition? love to because I didn't even know that thing about her name that she just picked it out of a thing. I didn't know that either. Um, yeah, and then her name is Dana Elaine Owens. I'd probably change it's that so to Dana. Yeah, Dana. <laughs> Elaine Owens. <laughs> yeah, it's so boring. Um, if you could change your name, what would you change it to? Lorelai. <laughs> <laughs> I.e. Is your brain just literally 90% Gilmore Girls? It is. It's so bad. I don't know how to function without the show. No, I don't really know. I like. I actually like my name. Elizabeth what about you? Rose Mahalik. It's nice. I love Kevin. I always thought I was the only Kevin I in the whole Kevin. world. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Crooks, I hate saying it because I hate the cur. Yeah, it's so like yeah, Kevin Crooks. I would change would my you, last like, name to something. If you had like a, what would your cool like stage name be? Mm, wow. Great question. I like, I can't just use like Kev, like boring. I mean, you, no, you could. Like King Kev. King, yeah, King Cake, something like, because you know, Thirty Rock taught us that the K's sound is automatically funny, and so anything with the K hard K sound is like what I should go for. Yeah, King Kevin, maybe Queen not. Latifah. King Kev feels like a Mario Kart player, but we're getting yeah. there somewhere. Yeah, we're getting. Okay, there. think yeah. about it. Okay, let me know. Um. Okay, so back to the Queen. Yeah. So she. Um. She's 53 years old. She's young. Well, and... she's young. Yeah, she's really yeah. young. I don't know why I thought she was like 70. Well, again, she had her like rap career she's in the 90s, which is like 30 years ago when her, she, I guess she was like 20. Right. Um, okay. So she has received various accolades, including a Grammy, a Primetime Emmy, a Golden Globe, three SAG Awards, and two NAACP Image Awards, in addition to a nomination for an Academy Award. Guess Let's what she get was this nominated for? We got what? Guess her Academy Award. Um, when you're good to mama for Chicago, really supporting actress. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I She's know. really good in it. That's such a good movie. I think um, that movie was like critically acclaimed because some didn't Renee Zellweger. She was nominated, I think, for an Academy Award for Chicago as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. One thing I will say about sorry, this is slightly getting off track, but just watching that movie, like, yeah, some. Some musicals are like so music heavy that you kind of lose the plot. But yeah. I think that one in particular like does a really good job. Like you get the whole story. Mm -hmm. You get amazing. Like I like how they I don't think I've ever seen Chicago on stage. But like I think they it's cool how they like use the music numbers as just mm -hmm. like a commentary on what's happening. Keeps the story going. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think they do a really because sometimes it just seems too like. Are you really breaking into song right now? I know. Like, Again, you know? yeah, it's we're like doing a little another song. Yeah. So I think I think they do. Like there is a little bit of dialogue. I hate some I don't know. I love musicals, but sometimes I hate when they're all singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I do like a little bit of dialogue. Mm -hmm. Um, because I like my attention span, I have no idea what's going on. Cause I'm just like, oh, this is a fun song, but I'm like, oh, there's a plot. And I'm never listening to the lyrics usually. Like I always No, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I, I like, love um, dancing through life and wicked, but like, I think that's supposed to be a song about how it's bad to dance through life. Like it's supposed to be about like, it's like, you know, you're supposed to be not liking Fiero as much. And it's like, I fucking love that song. Sounds amazing to dance right. through life. Exactly. So just a thought, just a thought on musicals. They I love did a that. Really good Thank you for that insight. No problem. Um, 
so let's get into Queen Latifah a little bit more. So she um, she was only 19 years old when she released her debut album called <gasps> All Hail the Queen. Wow. Featuring the hit single Ladies First. Um, her second album, Nature of a Sista. Um, that was two years later. She like ha- she like put one out like every two years for a while. Yeah. Um, and then her third album, Black Rain, it became the first album by a solo female rapper to receive a gold certification from the Recording Industry Association nice. of America. And it spawned the single Unity, which was influential in raising awareness of violence against women and the objectification mm. of black female sexuality. Mm. Um, that song won a Grammy Award. Mm-hmm. Um, so imagine having music- the confidence at 19 years old to release an album called All Hail the Queen. Like, yeah. Wow. Like, go for it. Yeah. And then um, her music kind of went up through 2009. Mm-hmm. And then her acting career started in, like, the early 90s. Um, she was on the, a Fox sitcom, um, an action film called Set It Off. She had a daytime talk show, The Queen Latifah Show, which ran from oh. 1999 to 2001. Yeah. Um, and then again in from 2013 to 2015, um, her portrayal of Matron Mama Morton in the musical film Chicago. Oh yeah, where she received um, a nomination for Best Supporting Actress at the Oscars. She also starred or co-starred in the films Bringing Down the House, Taxi, Barbershop Two, Barbershop or Beauty Shop, Last Holiday. Don't forget Hairspray. Oh my gosh! Joyful, of course. Yeah. Joyful Noise, 22 Jump Street, and Girls Trip. I that love Girls Joyful Trip movie Noise. Is funny. Joyful Noise is with Dolly Parton. It's like this Christian like musical movie that my mom and I watched. It's I was going to say, you definitely watched it with your mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't even have to finish. <laughs> um, And yeah, so that was pretty much the span of um, wow. her career. And then just like a little bit personally. Yeah, so she was born in New Jersey. Um, we already talked about how she got her stage name. She's always been tall. She's five foot mm. ten. Mm-hmm. Um, she played on her basketball team. And then let's see about her personal life. Um, yeah, she been oh, with she's been a lot of tragedies. Oh, here. Oh, oh there's a, this is juicy here. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, her older brother was killed in 1992 in an accident involving a motorcycle that Latifah purchased for him. Oh. Um, Queen Latifah still wears the key to the motorcycle around her neck. Mm. Um, and in 1995, Latifah was a victim of carjacking, which also <gasps> resulted in the shooting of her boyfriend, Sean Moon. Oh, my God. In 1996, she was arrested and charged with possession of marijuana and a loaded handgun. Oh, my God. Okay, lawbreaker. Um, she got... And then in 2002, she got a DUI. Um, Her mother died in 2018. I guess we don't really need all of this. Um, And then Latifah Long refused to address speculation about her sexuality and personal Mm. life, telling the New York Times in 2008 that I don't feel the need to share my personal life and I don't care if I'm gay or not. Mm. At the BET Awards 2001, during her acceptance speech for the Lifetime Achievement Award, she publicly acknowledged her partner Ebony Nichols and son Rebel for the first time, ending the speech with happy pride. Oh, wait, what? Wait a second. She's a lesbian? Oh, my God. I forgot, I guess. She's like, she's like pretty private about it. Here you go, Kevin. Yeah. Favorite thing. She's gay. Claps. <laughs> <laughs> Claps for the queen. <laughs> um, it's just okay. such a gay response in 2008. I don't care if people think I'm gay. Happy like, Pride. Okay, you're gay. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's like most. So I guess that's she's been with Ebony for a while. So Wow, good for her. Um. Yeah, she's really cool. I hope she like continue continues to do things. I would love like 
last holiday too oh yeah i mean she's just such a fantastic actress and it's so funny because last holiday was in 2006 and she looks in those pictures from last night she looks like the exact same almost like it's crazy well it was quite a discuss like she was so young maybe she's just someone that sort of looks older and more mature when she was young i would have never thought she was only Mm -hmm. like 53 yeah right right, 30 back then you know Mm -hmm. um so, yeah, I love the part of that m- part of the movie was like how she loves food so much, but she only eats lean cuisine because she's like trying to stay thin. And then like when they get to this very fancy restaurant, everybody needs substitutions. And I just feel like as we get older, like that's happening to me more often. You go out to dinner with people and they're like, can I have like this? But I need this on the side and I need this and I don't want the bread and I don't want the whatever. And it's just like eat the food, like eat food yeah like you'll be fine eat, eat the fucking food if you learn anything from today's episode it's eat. eat food eat the food yeah <laughs> not the lean cuisines like go for it yeah like just you only got this one precious life yeah well i'm always like if i eat stuff at home sometimes then i can go out and eat whatever i want oh if you eat at home it's zero calories it's literally almost mm-hmm. negative because i've always i always think about like yeah, when you're eating negative when you're money eating, celery and you burn more calories than the celery is like you're burning that those calories by eating the food that you had for free at home so it's like a win-win-win exactly and then you can spend double the next day on stuff outside the house it's perfect i'm just gonna start eating celery soup every day or something Um, anyway, so that is our segment on Queen Latifah. Congratulations, Queen Latifah, on a fantastic career. We just love you so much. We always get your song from Chicago stuck in our heads, like literally every single time. Constantly. It's an amazing song. Now, I think Um, a nice little segue might be that because Queen Latifah looks so amazing, but I don't, I wouldn't have given her any Ozempic rumors. On the other hand, our friend Oprah Winfrey looks a little bit too amazing. She does not a even article in there she about her. Does not even look like herself. No, not at all. And it's just like when you've been such uh like she's been so apparent about her face has been out there for years and years and years. When you make that big switch, it's just like, wait a second, what's yeah. going on? She's I just remember that like I feel like her weight has always fluctuated Fl- quite she a bit. She owns Weight Watchers. Yeah. So well. Uh, Weight Watchers needs to literally sue her because she didn't get this. I mean, maybe she did. I don't know. But it just seems like too... I don't think people can get skinny like that on their own. No, wellness that works or Weight Watchers is a complete scam. And it keeps women down, especially. It's like so hard on women. And I think the two people that need to be held accountable for it are Oprah and Jennifer Hudson also because... Jennifer Hudson did all those commercials for wellness that works, Weight Watchers, and you know she just took some Ozempic over the freaking summer, and now she looks right. like the way she looks. Exactly. Just leave it alone. I'm not. I'm not done yet. <laughs> With the chicken. <laughs> yeah, just leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, where I'm not saying that people need to like come out and tell me what they've been doing with their lives or whatever, but I do just think like after a whole lifetime and she owns well, like wellness that works, Weight Watchers, like don't you know that's some... what well, I didn't know that's they changed the name she of she rebranded it from Weight Watchers to wellness that works, WW. Oh, that's stupid. And then you're gonna go and look like that, like literally look also as hell. That dress she's wearing, like. Is that Barney the Dinosaur's costume? <laughs> well, I she's promoting the color purple. That's why she's wearing that. Oh, like the movie? Yeah, there's good. She's producing a new version of the movie that's coming out on Christmas. The color purple. Oh, there have been like twelve the color purples in my life. Well, they did. Like. The main one was in the '80s, and then this one, and then they did like a live version of it. But I think this mm-hmm. is like the first big like major motion picture and it's been on Broadway and stuff but this is like yeah. the first revival of it and guess okay. who's in it nope. Chloe Bailey oh my god and she's gonna be in more than just a picture frame I th- well she's like the flashback version of the main okay. person but yeah wow she's always just a flashback poor girl <laughs> <laughs> she's just young whoever um 
But yeah, I mean, I think it needs to just be like a consensus that so many celebrities are using Ozempic or other yeah. drugs to lose weight and just like, don't be shady about it. Well, yeah. And just don't pretend like, oh, I did this through wellness that works. Like, no, it doesn't work. Well, yeah. Well, she needs to not have a uh, contract with them anymore because that's bullshit. Because all these people, these poor women using wellness that whatever, um, you are going to think that they can for this do that. App. Yeah. And it tracks every single thing that you've eaten throughout the day and gives yeah. it like a point. Which you score. have it's to crazy. do all of that. You have to do all of that work yourself. Again, eat the food. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Well, you know what? Meryl Streep looks great and she looks the same as she always does. Exactly. So. Um, where was this? They had event? the it's like the Academy uh something. Like Selena Gomez was there. A bunch of people were there last night. I think it says in okay. the article where they were. It's like to promote That's new movies was... or something. Okay. Oh, I just saw America Ferrera. There's another Ozempic. Yeah. They... Oh, my gosh. And like for her again, like you had those iconic roles where you were all about being like curvy and now you're a literal stick. Like Ugly mm -hmm. Betty, please. Yep. Oh, it was the 2023 Academy Museum Gala. Okay. Which was postponed due to the outbreak of the Israel-Hamas war, which, like, they're like, oh, we'll just postpone it a month. Well, it's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like the worst day of the, like, killings the other day. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's do this now. Yeah, let's well, like, just, what, what else are we going to do? Oh, my God. People Hollywood is crazy. so performative. Like, Jesus Christ. I saw oh, that Cynthia so Nixon said that she's doing a hunger strike. She needs to <laughs> take a chill. Like, yeah, Miranda from Sex and the City is going to solve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict with a hunger strike. Okay, sure. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, okay, that was really all from that article, right? Oh, there wasn't anything in it, really? Just that they oh, were I thought we, I thought we were just talking about it because of the Ozempic. We were, but I thought maybe it was cool that Oprah and Meryl Streep were together, but you know, oh, it just, it just like goes through who went to the event, I guess. Okay. Um, and then I was hope, thinking person of we, the year. Yes. I think that cool. this is an interesting group of folks that we have lined up this year. Okay. So, um, so we're down to like a short list for this year. Times I did see these on. The I saw these on Instagram, and they are definitely interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's um, like dream blunt rotation, like Barbie, King Charles, Taylor Swift, Putin. Yeah, light it up. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is a tradition that dates back to 1927. Um. They do the, an annual designation for a person, group, or con oh, they do include concept that most shape the headlines. So I is guess that it why can Barbie? be like not a real person yeah um shape the headlines for good for good or ill so it can be like because i like know Putin's, you Putin's always nominated yeah um previous selections include joe Donald biden Trump. and kamala harris martin luther king jr angela merkel pope francis and everybody's favorite greta thunberg <laughs> is pope francis gonna die yet he's literally like on his last freaking leg <laughs> um Okay, so the 2023 person of the year will be announced Wednesday morning of this week. Okay. Um, in 2022, the um, winner was Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and the spirit of Ukraine. Talk about um, a conflict that people aren't talking about enough that's still going on. Like, hello. Yeah. Um. So there were nine candidates who are in the running this year, and these are the finalists. Hollywood strikers. What? Who are the oh. Hollywood strikers? Oh, like people that were on strike. Yeah. I huh. think that's a fair one. Yeah. Um oh, I'm gonna I don't know how to say this name. X I Jinping. Xi Jinping, Jin? the prime the prime minister of China. Xi Jinping. Jinping. Or the president of China? Yeah. Huh? Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, well, he's nominated. 
Um, next up, here's a name I know better, Taylor Swift. Yes, you can pronounce that one, baby. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast if you want to know what this is for. <laughs> I I don't know. Um, Sam Altman. Who's that? He's made countless headlines for his departure and Swift return to his position as CEO of OpenAI, oh, the company right, right, that right. released like ChatGPT. Yeah. Um, the Trump prosecutors. Okay. Barbie. Nice. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Sweet. King Charles the Third. Like, why? Why would he even? Why is he even relevant enough to be like included know. in this list? And Jerome Powell. Who's that? Do you know? He's been chairman of the Federal Reserve since 2018. Has managed. Yeah, apparently he's helped us not go into a recession. Well, good luck because everything's a million dollars. So thanks a bunch, Jerome. Thanks, Jerome. Um, Who's your vote? I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I love Taylor Swift. I don't know if she's the person of the year. I think she is. She literally has like stimulated the econ- the world economy. That, you know this what? Year. That's true. She has stimulated the economy. So. Yeah. I wish it was Greta Gerwig instead of like the idea of Barbie. Barbie. Yeah, I wish it was. Yeah, like that's a, a person. strange. Yeah, and my votes well, for King Charles the Third. Oh my God! Absolutely not. Um, okay, let's see. Yeah, that's everybody. That's what? A, that's a that's a Motley crew. Definitely. Uh, did you bring up the t- best songs of 2023? I just want to see like what yep. number one is. Like, I'd, yeah, let like, me try to scroll down on this songs. article. Yeah, I just love this part of the year because we can do like all the recaps on the whole year. And I don't yeah. know if you saw Betches did like their moments of the year, and one of them is oh, those are always like, funny. Ariana DeBose's like song and it's like that happened well, this how does that year. song even go again all the ladies in the room supporting and leading all here i presume oh yeah you Hotel. literally memorized uh, it I, it's like stuck in my head and every time i talk about carrie mulligan i'm like carrie and carrie with a c but it's like that was 2023 like that's crazy yeah. um so the number one song is lana del rey a and w <laughs> That's really random. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I like, I I mean, I really like Lana Del Rey. Yeah. She was somehow my number three in my Spotify wrapped. That's a red flag. Not sure. Yeah. I, well, I don't even like, I don't really like any of her new music. Like I'll sometimes listen to her old stuff, but yeah. like, I don't really know how she ended up in there, but I was like, okay, like her album like she was nominated for grammys and stuff like i'll try listening to it it's just like i don't know all of her music sounds the same to me i don't really understand why she's so popular now but um can't really understand what she's saying sometimes in those songs like it's just kind of like like, "Mm -hmm." she seems so Mm -hmm." like cracked out i don't know (laughs) um Number f- I'll just go through like the top 10 if there's any songs okay. I recognize. Number five is Olivia Rodrigo, Get Him Back. That's the fifth best song of the year? Jesus According Christ. to Pitchfork. Well, they're pretty like... Are they that credible? I think so. <laughs> oh. Um, number six is SZA, Kill Bill. That one I would have put up higher because it's literally still yeah, in the Billboard Yeah, it's like nominated for stuff. Yeah. I do just want to see if... Uh... Taylor Swift is on. Well, here. the only one she would have would be from the vault, right? 1989 vault. Oh, because those are the only ones that actually. 2023, yeah. I'm just going to see. Uh, is it over now or whatever that one's called? That should be on there. It, yeah. Yeah, she's not on it at all. Well, she's a Rolling Stone girly through and through, not a pitchfork situation. Yeah. Grab your torch and pitchforks. Very interesting. All right. All right. That's a good that I think was a we nice covered a lot episode. of yeah. we covered a lot of topics, I think. Absolutely. Well rounded. Back again this week, uh probably maybe on Friday, and then we might be taking a little bit of a winter hiatus. So everybody just get excited.
gird your loins. Yeah. I think we can do Don't two be. more maybe before we go on our hiatus. I was hoping we could get to 280, but I think we might get to 279. And then if we're feeling very ambitious when we're celebrating our five-year anniversary, we could do like a little five-year podcast for 280. Okay. We Ooh, that's a lot of- A whole hour, but we could just like hang out. We could get some features. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People could say hello. Yeah. Or what we could do is release uh, the unreleased episode three from the first oh podcast God. party. <laughs> I don't think we should do that. <laughs> I don't even know where it was. It's probably on your like old, old laptop somewhere. Like, I think it is. Yeah. I would love to yeah, listen to that. I don't think we want to get that out of the files. <laughs> the X-Files. <laughs> like our biggest secret. Yeah. Like, <laughs> All right, log us out here. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media at That's the Worst Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and threads. Make sure you subscribe and rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And we are Kevin Nye, and that was literally the worst. See ya.